2021 Dodge Ram TRX and a 2021 Dodge Charger? Creating personalized videos for paying fans on Cameo? Signing a deal with Raising Canes? Starting your own clothing line? Being sponsored by College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving Company? These are some of the name, image, and likeness NIL deals signed by the two of the legislation's biggest beneficiaries, Oklahoma Sooner quarterback Spencer Rattler and Miami quarterback Derek King. NIL went into effect in July of 2021. It provides student-athletes with the opportunity to make money by selling their name, image, and likeness. Unfortunately, these NIL deals might be the highlights of the 2021 season for the two quarterbacks. Rattler came into the season with cars, and was the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman and to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Caleb Williams replaced Rattler in the Red River rivalry. Williams provided a spark to lift the Sooners over the horns. What's next for Rattler? Maybe he goes pro, but I think he finds a new team and reemerges in a stronger position next season. Hey Spencer, and Coach Holgerson's on line one for you. King had a good season last year for the Canes after transferring in from Houston. Rather than opt out of the Cheez-It Bowl, King played and unfortunately tore his ACL. He was able to make a full recovery, but this season has not panned out for him or the Canes. King will get season-ending shoulder surgery after getting injured in Miami's loss to Michigan State. Some could see these as cautionary tales for companies about investing in college athletes or put on their tinfoil hats to prove that NIL deals are bad for the game. But that is where these takes are dead wrong. NIL is not about the companies or how many sponsorships a player has. NIL is about the player and the player's ability to profit, profit off of their talent, hard work, and determination. As for viewership, numbers are way up on TV and the crowds have definitely made a difference. Bowls, conferences, universities, and coaches have profited off of these talented student-athletes for years. Why shouldn't the players be allowed to benefit in the same way as these other entities? Both Rattler and King have potentially lost lots of money because of their respective on-field circumstances. I am glad they had the opportunity to benefit, and I bet they are too. Student Voices I love to give my opinion, but I thought it would be better to let the student-athletes give their perspective on NIL. I was able to speak with three Division I student-athletes on their thoughts and experiences with NIL. Their responses highlight the opportunity provided by NIL, but also some of the challenges of not competing in a revenue-producing sport. NIL is a great opportunity for college student-athletes to take advantage of their platform. We often don't have the time for other normal jobs, so it can be difficult to make money during the school year. Most importantly, I think it allows athletes to take advantage of their platform while they can. There is a window of opportunity for being profitable in sports. Schools certainly take advantage of it. I'm thinking specifically of student-athletes in big sports, i.e. football and basketball, who may not make it to the professional leagues, but are larger-than-life figures in college. Why shouldn't they be able to profit off their image and skills like their school is already doing? That's from a Big East student-athlete. NIL is great for student-athletes. It gives them the opportunity to grow their image and allows for athletes to have a source of income while they're in school and playing a sport. Although I think this is great for student-athletes, I also feel that there are downsides to this new rule. I think it's great these big college stars are signing huge deals and partnering with big companies. But it's hard for the smaller-named athletes at small schools and lower-level sports teams to get these brand deals. Although I agree with NIL's rules and opportunities, 
I feel it is hard for myself and other smaller schools to get sponsorships and deals based on what school we go to and what sport we play. It's from an A-Sun student athlete. And then lastly, NIL allows athletes to gain money off their name and use their name for promoting companies. Student athletes are now allowed to profit off of their talents and hard work. This allows student athletes to have the financial freedom to grow themselves as a business and will help them in the future in order to promote themselves and their careers as athletes. It's beneficial and well-deserved for athletes who have just as big or even bigger followings as famous athletes. It also allows small businesses to be promoted and could potentially be helpful towards other athletes. It was recently sponsored by Liquid4 and will be promoting people to buy their product. It has already reached my family and some of my teammates as well, allowing them and, and myself to grow. That's from a, another uh, student-athlete in the ASUN. I appreciate the student-athletes taking the time to chime in on this issue. Stat of the week, college football playoff contenders. CFB Numbers did a great job this week of using data to show who are the contending teams this year. Their article lays out the criteria for who is most likely to find their way into the playoff using data, not just bias and the eye test. Even with Ohio State and Alabama suffering early losses, both teams are positioned to find themselves in familiar company, assuming they went out. Who takes number four? All eyes are on Cincinnati. The Bearcats have done everything to set themselves up to be the first group of five team to find their way into the college football playoff. I love what Coach Fickle has done and do think his team has a strong case to break through. But I do not trust the committee. The committee has moved the goalposts in the past. Right, Horn Frogs? Nothing will stop them from doing so again. Look for a second Big Ten team or Oklahoma to find their way past the Bearcats. What about Coastal Carolina? Coastal is a fun team. With their mullets and triple option 2.0 offense, Jamie Chadwell is going to find a new home this year. Hello, Blacksburg. The Chanticleers will have to settle for a Heisman for Grayson McCall. Week 7 picks. Conference games are now in full swing. We're a month away from our first college football playoff ranking. Cue outrage for not yet having a 12-team playoff. Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. It's, but you guys have a great time. A big day? Doing what? Well, um, it's actually a pretty nice little Saturday. We're, uh, we're going to go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring, stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. Well, maybe we can hold off on the Home Depot and Bed Bath & Beyond. First game up, Michigan State versus Indiana. State given four and a half. Mel Tucker has the Spartans rolling. Check out Colton Park Pouncey's article on Tucker's use of the transfer portal to revitalize the Spartan program this season. Tom Allen is not having the Cinderella season many hoped for after last year's success. The Hoosiers will be without quarterback Michael Penix Jr. and will have difficulty matching the Spartans' rejuvenated offense. Oklahoma State visiting Texas. Texas giving four points. For a half, Longhorn Nation were playing the bongos and celebrating in Dallas. Q Sooner QB1, Caleb Williams. Meanwhile, the mullet has the pokes at 5-0. A few years ago, Oklahoma State had to outscore you to win. Now they are reliant on their defense for those wins. Gundy may have to find some of that offensive magic. If not, Sark and Bijan are going to be too much. Alabama giving 17 at Mississippi State. Stark Vegas, baby. How much fun was the film and practice this week in Tuscaloosa? I'm asking for Bill O'Brien and Pete Golding, not the players. Saban hates to lose, 
but does not miss an opportunity to use it as a teaching point. The Pirate and the Bulldogs have been fun this season. Transitive Property of Victory says the Bulldogs will defeat the Tide. But, like my sophomore geometry class, Saban doesn't use the transitive property. He trusts the process. Old Miss given two and a half versus Tennessee. Why is game day and or SEC Nation not Knoxville? I know Lane has not coached in Knoxville since 2009. I too was shocked it had been that long. But come on, ESPN. You were just in Athens. This should be an electric atmosphere and a fantastic game Saturday night. The over-under for the game is set at 82. Grab your popcorn and hammer the over. Lane and the Rebels will be too much for the upstart volunteers. Last, Arizona State versus Utah. This game's even. We may need to make some more popcorn for Pac-12 after dark. This game features two of the top teams in the Pac-12 South. Utah has two blemishes on its record, but has faced a difficult schedule on the field and some personal tragedy off of it. Arizona State is still trying to outrun the NCAA for their COVID infractions. Adversity is a good thing and makes you strong. Not when it is manufactured, though, by poor leadership. I like Coach Whittingham and the Utes to get it done the right way. Last week against the spread, 3-2. Season, 21-11. Grab your popcorn and enjoy the games.